everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today we are reviewing Blackpink's second album, Born Pink. Even though Blackpink has been around for what seems like 7,000 years, um, this is only their second studio album, and it was released not too long ago, about a month ago, September 16th, 2022. It was a joint venture between YG Entertainment and Interscope Records, and it's like their first full-length album since the album in 2020, so it's been a while. Yeah. Born Pink utilizes disco, ballad, pop rock, stadium rock, and bubblegum pop elements. Lyrically, the album discusses themes of love, self-encouragement, self-confidence, dealing with fame, and dealing with haters. Haters! (laughs) The album was met with generally favorable reviews from critics who praised the stronger production and more personal lyrics featured in the album, but a lot of critics, and me personally, were disappointed in the length Mm -hmm. and lack of musical development. It feels like this album is three songs too short. Yeah, it feels closer to an extended play, an EP, than an album. Commercially, it debuted at number one on the Circle album chart with 2.2 million copies sold in less than two days, becoming the best-selling album by a girl group in South Korea, and the first to surpass 2 million sales. In the United States, it became the first album by a female Korean act to reach number one on the Billboard 200, as well as the first album by a female group to do so since Danity Kane in 2008. Throwback. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Born Pink became the first album by a K-pop girl group to land atop the UK albums chart. So they're truly hashtag worldwide. (laughs) Your area is the world. Your area is the world, is Earth. (laughs) Zip code (laughs) Earth. (laughs) It's Black Pink in your planet. In your planet. (laughs) Oh, God. Thank you for putting up with our not funniness that we laugh at all the time. We chronically laugh at our own jokes that are really terrible. (laughs) It's our charm. (laughs) So we got eight songs on this album, two singles, and we'll talk about it at the end about our critiques about the length and everything, but we're going to break it down track by track. And the first track on this album is the first single, Pink Venom. This song kicks off with a classic hip-hop beat and with the melody being accompanied by traditional Korean instruments, which I thought was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. They are temptresses trying to sacrifice you, pretty much. (laughs) That's like the theme. Though if you watch the music video, you wouldn't get that. (laughs) The vibe of this song is a lot like how you like that Mm -hmm. um, if you divorce the lyrics from it. And just like that song it took me a couple of times listening to it to get into it but now i like the song like first initial listening i was like i don't know about this but you know third time i was like hmm maybe they have a point (laughs) yeah i like the chorus of this song but it is very controversial i like the chorus i don't like the execution of the chorus Mm. so the chorus of this is like taste that pink venom taste that pink venom Get him, get him, get him, straight to your dome, like, ah, ah, ah. 
but they say it in this baby voice. I don't like how it sounds. Yeah. If if they were maybe just talking it or or rapping it or shouting it, like something with more force, I thought that would have been better. I don't take issue with the lyrics. I take issue with the baby voice. <laughs> okay. I just, they're trying to get you to sell your soul. Make more of an argument for that. Yes, I, I agree that it doesn't match with that, but the baby voice does have an earworm quality. It does. Because it's not just them speaking in a baby voice. There's also some sort of like electronic overlay to their voice mm. too. Or they spoke it normally, but then they pitched it up to make it sound like a baby voice. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> Kyle complains about it all the time when I put on the song. Oh my god. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the music video for this is, of course, a box set. Um, but I thought they made it look more epic with the types of lighting in the sets. The fashion is kind of all over the place for this. They're getting really into just like designer clothes, which sure, Mm -hmm. I guess. Nothing really stood out as especially heinous, except the Chanel thigh high rain boots (laughs) that Jenny wears. I had to pause and be like, excuse me. Those were so fucking ugly. Everything else kind of blended in. I like the rose gold hair on Lisa. She usually keeps it very dark, just like straight black. Mm-hmm. But I thought the lighter color looked really cute on her. I hate the extended <laughs> gratatata at the end of the song. Like, in How You Like That, that would have been the EDM breakdown. I wish they just did that. Yeah. You know? And they are also allergic to full-length shirts. Oh my god. <laughs> Every single person's wearing a crop top in this, but I guess, would it be a Blackpink music video if there were no crop tops? Yeah. (laughs) That is the ultimate question. I just wish that this music video leaned more into the lyrics of the song. Mm -hmm. Half the girls do like a bit of acting instead of just posing around a set like usual. (sighs) Make them look like evil, demonic queens or temptresses or whatever. You know, like the evil queen from Snow White. Something. Yeah. Something. The choreo was cute, though. Yeah, it was. This song definitely got stuck in my head, and it will get stuck in your head, so just prepare yourself for that. It is a bop. <laughs> the taste that pink venom, taste that pink venom, get him, get him, get him, is going to get stuck in your head. Just prepare yourself for that. Um, I also thought the rapping in this sounded really great. I thought it sounded very strong. The lyrics weren't super cheesy. It sounded good. The pacing of the whole song is a bit slow, but I don't think it detracts from the song that much. The heavy bass in the chorus really helps kind of like drive the song along and keeps you from getting bored. The music video I didn't understand. It didn't have a real, it didn't really have a thread tying everything together. So it seemed disjointed. I didn't like most of the outfits. I thought they just had like so much fucking going on and they seemed very over the top and messy. It was kind of like that problem we have with uh, NCT where we're just like, please fucking edit the outfits. And um, for a song called Pink Venom, I was hoping for like an aggressive, like pink forward visual. I forget who it was, but they're like in a pool of like black goo. That should have been pink. Should have been pink goo. Like put them in pink goo in like a tropical rainforest. Yeah, Pepto-Bismol, tropical rainforest, snake teeth, venom. Like I didn't get that at all. The the closest thing that that I felt would have been better with that aesthetic was at the very end when they're dancing in like six inches of water um in like a tropical forest quote-unquote set like that would have been cool like you're an anaconda 
and there's pink venom or something. I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me. They looked great, obviously, even though they had like a bunch of crap thrown on them. But as a visual for this song, I didn't get it. So notable lyrics for Pink Venom include, It's tonight, I'm a venomous flower. After taking your soul, look what you made us do. A fire that will slowly put you to sleep. It's so beautiful, it's cruel. Like, where is this? They're like evil. They are literally evil, you know? I didn't get that at all. Sad. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's move along to the second song on the album, Shut Down. When we pull up, you know it's a shutdown. Gampanetti go munjam go shut down. Whip it, whip it, whip it, whip it. Whip it, whip it, whip it, whip it. It's black and it's pink once the sundown. When we pull up, you know it's a shutdown. Gampanetti go munjam go shut down. This is the second single and it had its own music video. I like the intro to this song a lot. It was more melodic than I was expecting. When it begins i cannot help but sing along like black pink in your area Ayo. yeah <laughs> it's uh activating my russian sleeper agent <laughs> brain yes it samples paganini's 1826 popular violin melody la campanella so the violin in that is a sample from 1826 nice the song is a clap back at the hateful comments they received during hiatus from haters <laughs> saying that they're never coming back. Yeah. The song will get stuck in your head. The music video is on another box set. I think All But Lovesick Girls has been on a box set. I can't remember a single one that wasn't besides that one. Yeah. Jenny is on a tank lined with disco ball paneling, wearing a 20s-inspired bodysuit of pearly beads and, like, gothic Lolita-style pumps and Marcel waves. It was... A lot, Uh but it was a lot. The makeup was more minimal here, though, Mm -hmm. and I thought she looked stunning. This is the most mature I have ever seen Jenny look. Jenny has a pretty big baby face, Mm -hmm. but she looked very mature here. They got Lisa on my notes say, what looks like a pile of garbage, Lamau. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not garbage. It just looks weird. She's wearing her signature crop top. Lisa is also allergic to not showing her belly button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not into the puffy jacket mini vest, though, or the fucked up <laughs> skirt she was wearing. It looked like literal scraps of <laughs> denim just, like, glued together. It's fashion, Emily. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> she so was given, like, a pink umbrella because money is raining on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the makeup for her always looks gorge, but the outfit she wears is just meh. And Rosé, I thought, looked pretty, like, stylish with the black boots. And she's she's pretty much wearing all black. Like, black boots, black top, and black shorts, but with a fuzzy lime green jacket for flavor. Yeah, she looked the best. Because she's wearing the least. Yes. <laughs> I agree. They finally found a blonde shade on her that doesn't completely wash her out. It's like a honey blonde. It's not mm-hmm. a platinum blonde. Because when she was doing like platinum blonde and silver, I'm just like, she looks bad. Yeah. This is a good blonde shade for her. The choreo is pretty simple, but with this tempo, I wasn't expecting like a ton of moves. And I do like the big clapping motion they do. Mm-hmm. Very uh, go gators. Oh my god, yeah. Come on, gators. <laughs> Get up and go. Very that. Um <laughs> 
I really like this the flow of this song too of Shut Down just like uh Pink Venom. The bass marches the song along again and keeps you from feeling like the song is dragging on. Plus it's really hard not to feel like a badass with the this level of bass in your car. The rapping is very good too. I think it's very solid um on this album in general. There is one song where I didn't like it and I'll say that later, but it definitely harkens back to like a classic rap backing like beats that you would hear like in the early aughts and in the 90s but i really liked that violin sample that emily mentioned before and the addition of singing it feels it still feels like blackpink it doesn't feel like they're just trying to release a rap song i really thought the shopping bags on like the disco ball tank was very cute there were so many puffer vests though and they were definitely leaning hard into like a quote-unquote street style i don't know street style from where but it seemed like street style i guess Um, I didn't hate the outfits as much in this music video because they are slightly more toned down. (laughs) But the the choreo in in the white rooms and sets were fine. But I wish they would have had more grunge in this song. It honestly reminded me with all like the the, uh, box sets of them like in a car and with a tank. It reminded me of the 2Anyone music video for I Am The Best. Just without guns. You are so right. Oh my god. Notable lyrics for Shutdown include, It's not a comeback since we never left. Heads turn, careful, you might break your neck. Pink ice, drip, 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 freeze them on sight. Shut it down, what, 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 what? <laughs> it's not a game since we've never lost. Bark, because the leash on your neck is mine. Pedal to the metal, we go to zero five. So, very in your face. It's like, we didn't go anywhere. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for yes. years. <laughs> like, I never left. <laughs> And I also liked that um, Jenny and Lisa both rapped. Mm -hmm. Double rappers. Maybe we'll see a Jenny rap song in the future. That'd be cool. The third song on the album is called Type of Girl. Cause I'm that girl that drive you crazy But you can't leave me alone Got you thinking maybe I was supernatural But you under spells or Look into a crystal ball I'm not like this other girls at all This is an English song, and it's very, very sassy. It's kind of been stuck in my head for days. The horn in it really screams Blackpink. It's more of a chill song with a slower tempo, but it makes up for it with the abundant attitude in this. Mm -hmm. I just wish that the build to the chorus and the chorus itself had a little bit more oomph. This is, though, the perfect tempo for a pole dance slash chair dance. Yes, I agree. I think the song has a good balance of singing and rapping. The like tinkling key sounds mix nicely with the hard bass and clapping sounds in this <laughs> song. <laughs> it's a great song if you're a pick me girl that quote unquote isn't like other girls. But no, but really, I like this song <laughs> a lot. I just think it's funny that they say they're not like other girls in the lyrics. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Can't we just pause feminism for two minutes as we listen to this song? (laughs) Sure. Sure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Like, I I like this song. I wish that one little lyric wasn't in there, Mm -hmm. but it's just a really catchy song. So notable lyrics include, I bring money to the table, not your dinner. Both my body and my bank account, good figure. Thinking about me, but there's nothing to consider. If I let you in my circle, you're a winner. Cute. Yes. (laughs) Another lyric that I really like, it's um, at the end of the chorus. It's like, um, 
I'm the type of girl that makes you love when the only thing you've done before is like. I was like, oh, that's a good one. Yes. Okay. The fourth song on the album is called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. immediately got pop punk vibes from the guitar and the thrumming bass in the first couple seconds of the song and I was like oh and then the synth kicks in and I have like ascended I am in heaven I was like oh yes beautiful synth mm, love it yes. <laughs> you guys know I am a hoe for 80s inspired songs <laughs> I love it the chorus of this is extremely 80s this is a very different sound for Blackpink mm-hmm. their singing is more subdued it's chill I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. It took me for a loop. It's more in the vein of lovesick girls than how you like that, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense to you. The song expresses the insecurities of falling in love with someone unexpectedly, and then you are desperate to know if they like you back. Yes. I I also liked the guitar in this. It it caught me off guard, um, and it's definitely a departure from the previous uh, songs on the album that had kind of like a more bass-heavy like rap leaning song the chorus makes you pause too is definitely like more pop than blackpink normally goes i feel like i don't know they definitely lean heavy into like the bass and like the rapping type of pop than like a more bubblegum pop then i wouldn't say this is fully bubblegum pop but it's definitely like a lighter sound um and i think the synth really makes it sound lighter also i really like the sound of the song it reminds me of something honestly that sunmi would release I was literally talking to Kyle about that. <laughs> that it sounds like a Sunmi song, yeah. Yeah. Notable lyrics include, Why did you show up? Why do I keep thinking about you? If you like me, just tell me. Yeah, yeah. So the next song on the album is Hard to Love. This is a rosé solo. She is really feeling her Miley Cyrus oats in this. It is a mid-tempo bop, and she's warning a guy not to fall in love with her because she's inconsistent and moody. Ouch. I have a conspiracy theory about this song, too. Ooh. In my opinion, the album is too short, and this song plus the last song, I believe, were tacked on to make an EP into a, quote, full-length album. I think Mm. this was an unused b-side from rosé's solo album oh yeah i could see that that is my conspiracy theory no that makes sense though what did i think about this song (laughs) this is definitely a more chill song but it's not bad it's it's just not a song i would actively choose to listen to but if it came on while i was listening to this album it's not like an immediate skip and i also feel like mid-tempo songs like this can be harder to pull off but i think this one is is decent Notable lyrics include, cause I'm hard to love, find it hard to trust. When it feels too good, I just fuck it up. When you want all of me, I just can't give that much. So don't fall too hard, cause I'm hard to love. So she's 
literally saying, I am a hard person to love. Yeah. Okay, the next song, the ballad of the album, is The Happiest Girl. This is also a English song, which I think for a ballad, I appreciate because I can connect to the lyrics more. If this was in Korean, this would be an automatic skip for me. Mm -hmm. But because I can understand the lyrics better, maybe not an automatic skip, depending on the mood I'm in. This is an in-your-feelings song about pretending that you really aren't hurt. You're laughing, actually, (laughs) after a breakup. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But inside, you are struggling. This song is meant to showcase their voices, not their rapping, not their dancing, not their smizing, Mm -hmm. just their voices. Most of their songs put like emphasis on like their look and their vibe and stuff like that. But strictly, this is like, we can actually sing. Each girl has a distinct voice and I can tell who is singing when, which is nice. Um, And overall, I thought it was a nice song, but it's not going on my playlist because banger supremacy. (laughs) Truly. This is a great song to put on if you're trying to cry it out, uh, despite what the lyrics say. Um, (laughs) And as ballads go, it still feels modern and it's not like too stuffy or... And I put the word grandiose, but I think what I mean here is like a lot of ballads are just like someone is playing on like literally a grand piano while someone is singing. And this ballad is not like that. It still feels like... It feels like a, a sad song you would hear on the radio. It still has kind of like that pop virality sound to it. So it's not totally like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Notable lyrics include, but tonight I'll be the happiest girl in the world. You'll see like it doesn't matter. Tonight I'll be the happiest girl in the world. You'll see like it never happened. I can stop the tears if I want to. Okay, the next song is Tally. This is another English song, and it is a ho anthem. It's a song about being authentically you and getting dick, <laughs> as my, my notes say, dick in all caps. <laughs> it's another slower tempo song that would be good for sexy dancing, but I was kind of hoping for a little more pep with this. You're talking about, like, literally getting dick. You know, g- give me something to be excited about. They seem like a little resigned and all the dick getting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Emily's like, I know this is your first foray into being sex positive, but I need it louder. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I, I said, um, it's a good empowering songs. They say like our bodies don't belong to anyone and no one is keeping tally. It just reminds me of this tiktok where a guy asks a girl if a high body count matters and she absolutely goes the fuck off and he is so uncomfortable the entire time because he obviously 
doesn't like it when women have high body counts and she's just like screaming over and over like who who the fuck cares who cares (laughs) (laughs) anyways it's a great tiktok i won't share it but if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about (laughs) and the fact that it's called body counts i hate that yeah pro tip if there are any people here that um care about body counts or think that's a thing that you should bring up don't bring it up it really does not matter whoever like thinks that is stupid honestly it doesn't matter how many people you've had sex with you are still valuable your vagina if you have one is still tight the body organ does not work like that the only thing you would need to be careful of are stis and that's no big deal you just get tested and if you have one you just take medication yeah don't believe all that misinformation out there Mm -hmm. like i remember in fifth grade they had people they handed out oreos and they're like okay chew them okay now everyone drink the water and spit it out and they're like would you drink that water now that's what happens like every time you have sex with someone that's like chewing a cookie and then drinking from that water isn't that insane that is awful it's so stupid just everyone out there fyi your self-worth is not dependent upon how many people you had sex with in the past present or future yeah anyway 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 uh some some lyrics let's do some lyrics i say fuck it when i feel it because no one's keeping tally i do what i want with who i like i ain't gonna conceal it while you're talking all that shit i'll be getting mine getting mine at some point, they're even like, I do it like the fuckboys, so. Yes, I love that. It. I was like, they said fuckboy. <laughs> Amazing. I know, right? <laughs> they said fuck a lot on this album. I was a little surprised. Yeah, there are a couple E's next to those songs. Some explicit songs on this album. The last song on the album is Ready for Love. I'm ready for love. And bird noise, tropical, electronic influence is still going strong, I see. (laughs) Yes. I did a little research, and this song has actually been released before this album. Oh. It was released as a special track as part of a collaboration with PUBG Mobile during a literal, like, in-game avatar concert called The Virtual uh, for Blackpink. (laughs) You know, like, Aspa's gonna be in Roblox? It's that. Yeah. Okay. But this was in this was on July 22nd, 2022. So this was before September when the album came out. And then, even before that, in October of 2020, in the Netflix documentary um Light Up the Sky, this actually had part of Ready for Love in it, um in the behind the scenes making of it. So months later, the demo of this song was released online. So this has been out there and I'm like they just tacked this on. They just tacked it on mm-hmm, because they mm-hmm. wanted another song to make this from an EP to an album. Yeah. It doesn't flow with the rest of the songs either. It doesn't make sense. No. That's why they put it at the end. My notes say, now that we've gotten our fill of dick, it's time for love at the end of the <laughs> album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Bird noise, tropical house beat, very card. The rap is not good here at all. The lyrics are really cheesy. It feels forced. The beat is weird. Like... No, I see why this is the last song on the album. 
This song is honestly not that memorable, but it is fine. <laughs> okay, notable lyrics include, ready or not, here I come and I'm running. Like it's now or never, I never know if you want it. What if love wasn't what it was supposed to be? What if there's no Romeo for me? No hope, no roses, no more notes to read. So I keep my eyes closed to see. That's it. <laughs> that kind of ends on a fart note. Yeah. It's, you know, what's disappointing to me that they don't have a song called Born Pink. Yeah. Like, you are born a badass bitch. Like, that's Born Pink, right? Yeah. That That's what I would assume it would be. It would mean. So... Why don't they have that? They should have just had a song like that and replaced one of these other songs or just added yeah. to it. I feel like they were just trying to shove the album release out and were just like, pat it and release it. It's been too long. Like, Well, they were supposed to do a single, um, I think in March, but the members got COVID, so they couldn't. And I think Ready for Love was going to be that single. Mm. I-, I remember them saying it was going to be like a dance kind of track. So I think... Ready for Love was supposed to be that single, but they just tacked it onto this. Very interesting. Overall, I think it's a pretty good album. All of these songs, I think, are better than Ice Cream off of the album, so (laughs) that's a a starting point. Overall, I think I would give this album like a four out of five. I really, 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 really wanted it to be longer. (sighs) Come on, YG, don't be freaking cheap about this. What about you? What would you rate it out of five? I would rate this album a a four out of five. I really, really liked Pink Venom and Shut It Down. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the songs on this album are really good. Um, and I think that outweighs the songs that were that really obviously were tacked on to this album. But I still think it's it's a good album. It's worth listening to. I actually listened to it when it came out several times um, before we did this review. And I thought it was good then, too. Yeah, I was just listening to it in the car over and over because it's so short, but it's fun. We have our critiques, but overall, I think it is a good album. I would have waited longer for a more fleshed out album, but I understand why they might have felt pressure to just release something decent and not go for like something amazing. I'm going to be seeing Blackpink uh, next month in Chicago. I will let you all know how that was. And hopefully they are just as amazing as the first time I saw them. Let's wrap this episode up with a weekly K-pop recommendation. I'm going to recommend Yeah, Yeah, Yeah by Blackpink. I'm going to recommend Type of Girl, even though it's not very feminist. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. We have our link tree there, uh, which has links to all of our relevant social media accounts, as well as Spotify. So check us out there. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our videos on YouTube under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. You can find this program pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you like and subscribe because we are here every other Friday for you. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.